This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, hello, hello. Today is Friday, October 21st, 2022, episode number 194. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit the notification button so you know when we go live. You're in the litter box with Jules Jones today. Cat Turd is taking a couple of days. He needs to get to his mother's funeral, and that will be held on Monday. But I just wanted to tell you all what an incredible group of people you are. Uh, the, the reach out and everything that you have done, your support that you have thrown Cat Turd's way is unmeasurable. Honestly, I don't think I have ever seen anything quite like it. And your prayers have reached him and he is so appreciative, just so heartfelt. You just wouldn't believe it. And all everything from your text messages to what you did on social media to all the support that you've thrown his way those that know how to reach out to him have done that as well. I did ask him about his P.O. box because I was asked yesterday if I could disclose it. Um, he really said, you know, he really appreciates the thought, but he just didn't want to open up the floodgates. And you can imagine that. It's almost been 100,000 likes ever since and hearts that he got on Twitter when he announced the passing of his mom. So he just doesn't want it to be an overwhelming situation. But Everything that you have done and said has meant the world to him, and I can assure you that he has looked at everybody's comments and everything and all your concern and is so appreciative. So I just wanted to say a little special thank you from me as well. It's just amazing the support that you've thrown our way. Awesome. You are truly amazing. And as usual, I forgot to thank certain people. It's not that I forgot. It's just that here's the deal. I spoke to Twitter about this. I mean, not Twitter. I spoke to Rumble about this because I didn't understand how come the people that donate to this show, why they disappear? Well, I got my answer. According to them, basically, what you donate appears in a in a minute. So if you donate a dollar, it's up there for a minute. So when I'm running this show and I'm not giving you a shout out, it's not because I forgot about you or overlooked you in any way, shape, or form. It's just because it's up there for a split second. And I'm not able to capture it at that time because I'm setting up another scene. So I just wanted to get that out of the way so 
that you all know how that works. In the meantime, I absolutely want to give a shout out to those that I missed. Thank you, Fleet Admiral James, for listening to yesterday's show once again. And I want to thank Maris for Lalita VA, Sue557, Jaybird Thoughts, Randall's P. BPU, KC Falcon 59, Highland Recording Arts, Alchemy PK941. I missed you yesterday. I didn't mean to, but Fleet Admiral James listened to the show to to check out what who I missed, and I appreciate that more than you know. Okay, on to business. Are you all ready to start? Okay, so why don't we skip today's headline because today's headline is 75% and that has to do with Elon Musk, but there's a bigger story here. And I want to start out with the Bannon story because this has just been released and it's a huge deal. Here you go with Bannon. Breaking news, DC judge sentences Steve Bannon to four months prison, a $6,500 fine. Judge will release Bannon for now, November 15th deadline. So he was he was sentenced today by Judge Carl Nichols in Washington, D.C. courtroom to four months in federal prison. Okay. Judge Carl Nichols lectured Steve Bannon before sentencing him for not speaking with Pelosi Cheney Moscow show trial. So here you have Scott McFarlane who is saying, Judge said, Mr. Bannon has not provided a single document. He has not provided any testimony on any topic. Judge Nichols is knocking down Bannon's executive privilege argument. So he goes on to say, Judge says it cuts in Mr. Bannon's favor that the committee didn't go to court to enforce its subpoena, but sought out prosecution. Judge notes Bannon has been compliant with terms of release in case. After noting Bannon's background, Navy service and work on Trump campaign and his podcast. Judge Carl Nichols sentences Bannon to four months in prison, a $6,500 fine. Technically, it's a pair of four-month prison sentences that run concurrently, simultaneously. Four months prison for Bannon. So Steve Bannon will be permitted to voluntarily surrender to serve his prison term. If he doesn't appeal, Bannon will have to report to prison no later than November 15th. As investigative journalist Julie Kelly pointed out, the Department of Injustice extended Steve Bannon's uh, jail sentence because he mocked the Democrat Party's January 6th committee, and he mocked Democrats Adam Schiff and Eric Fang Fang Swalwell. Okay, in America today, you can now be sent to prison for months on end for mocking illegitimate government committees and Democrat lawmakers. In case you didn't know, you are obviously not entitled to make fun of them in any way. You will be kicked off of social media as a result, too. I can tell you right now how many times I have been thrown in the tank over there in Facebook as have all of you. <laughs> I mean, we're like prisoners and we don't even have parking tickets. It's bizarre. We're living in an upside down reality. But yes, welcome to America with a K, I guess. So here you go. This is no longer in America today. Steve Bannon says mean things about regime. Mm-hmm. They're going to take over. They're tough guys, all right. They're, you're not allowed to make fun of them. You see what happens to AOC when she gets called out in front of her 
constituents and everything else. It's ridiculous. It's gone way too far and we're just tired of all of this. And I think it's great that you have got social media that is being bought out by huge tycoons of our of our time. And that's all well and good, but it is going to take a long time to reverse what is rotting at the very core of America today. You know it and I know it. There is a two two system of justice and it's playing out before our eyes in some cases i feel like bannon is maybe doing this on purpose to watch the actual system play out and honestly i mean you want to talk about a martyr the man's amazing and he's not really he's not gaining anything there's no financial gain there he just wants to show what's wrong here with the system. When you look at what happened with Eric Holder and so many others, and I can play you clips of the outrage, how they felt like it was a political attack, etc. Look at what they are doing to President Trump and his administration. Look at what they're doing to January Sixers. Look at what they're doing about to journalists that are reporting on them. They just disappear. This is where we are and it is a frightening place to be so when you start talking about there being a two system uh justice system here you've got that right i mean that's an understatement look at what happened when ag eric holder was held in criminal contempt news this hour the republican-led house of representatives has voted to hold the attorney general of the united states eric holder in criminal contempt of congress we heard eric holder live on cnn call the vote in his words misguided and politically motivated it all stems from the failed fast and furious gun running sting operation and the administration's refusal to hand over certain documents related to it some democrats a lot of them in fact simply walked out of the house in protest just before the contempt vote. They refused to even vote. What we have seen is a shameful display of abuse of power by the Republicans in the House of Representatives. Instead of bringing job-creating creating legislation to the floor, the transportation bill, uh, they are holding the Attorney General of the United States in contempt of Congress for doing his job. It's really important to note how this is connected with some of their other decisions. It is no accident, it is no coincidence that the Attorney General of the United States is the person responsible for making sure that voter suppression does not happen in our country, that issues that relate to the civil liberties of the American people are upheld. These very same people are holding him in contempt are part of a nationwide scheme to suppress the vote. Okay, what's so interesting about all of that is that they always say the opposite of what that, what is actually happening. They blame Republicans and, and conservatives for what they're actually doing. So you can learn a lot by what they deny and what they are planning on doing by what they offer. That's just the way it goes in this clown world that we live in right now. So here you go. You've got all of this that is going on here. And Bannon is, like I said, pretty cool for all of this. He's really not concerned about it at all. And that's why I'm really thinking, hey, this is going to be set as a precedent going forward. But not only that, 
we're watching the corruption in our justice system, and it's bad. I mean, it's real bad. Apparently, calling Eric Swalwell Fang Fang justifies more jail time. Nothing he said was untrue. The woman's name was Fang Fang, from all I know, from all accounts. He was having an affair with her. She was a Chinese spy. It went on for quite some time. And what does he get? Nothing but accolades and awards. That's how you are rewarded for behavior like this. So here you go. This is also going on. Remember, these are the same prosecutors calling January 6th trespassers domestic terrorists. All right. Like I said, it's you that's the enemy. Here are the document uh, that is con- here's the document that is condemning Steve Bannon for mocking these communists. All right, so on June 15th, after motions hearing, the defendant exited the courthouse and announced that he looked forward to having Nancy Pelosi. Oh, I may go to prison for that. I better be careful. Mm, no. Piglosi is what Piglosi is going to stay for me. Little Jamie Raskin and Shifty Schiff is here at trial answering questions. And the judge reacted to Bannon's efforts to dismiss criminal case for defying January 6th select committee. Shortly before the trial on January 12th episode of his podcast, the defendant urged listeners to pray for our enemies because we're going medieval on these people. We're going to savage our enemies. And here you go. This was also entered into the record. During trial on July 19th, the defendant gave another courthouse press conference in which he accused committee chairman, Representative Benny Thompson, of hiding behind these phony privileges, ridiculed him as gutless and not, a, and not man enough to appear in court, and mocked him as a total absolute disgrace. The defense... The defendant also teased committee member Representative Adam Schiff as Shifty Schiff. I've done that several times. I've also called him Leaky Liar Schiff, and I deserve to because you know what? Unfortunately, he's my representative. I actually have to live with the clown. Actually, no, he's never here in Hollywood. He's always in de-sleazy where he actually belongs, so he hangs out with his crowd here. He doesn't even bother to come here. So that's another thing. So another member of Congress, Eric Swalwell, as Fang Fang Swalwell, he went on to say this show trial they're running is a disgrace. Mm, don't speak out against the machine against the machine or regime, whichever. They both work. Also, during trial on July 20th, the defendant emerged from the courthouse and derided the committee's work as a show trial, liking it to the Moscow show trial of the 1930s. I think that's fairly accurate and continues to be so. And after day, and days after the jury found him guilty on July 25th, 2022, the defendant proclaimed that he was going to kill this administration in the crib and that if the Department of Just Injustice did not like it, it could suck on it. <laughs> We're destroying this illegitimate regime. I love Steve Bannon. I, I don't know about you, but I absolutely think the guy's great personally. And I love that he doesn't hold back. Like I said, he, he's not bowing to this regime. He, he knows exactly what he needs to do. And if that means that it's going to inconvenience his life to go sit in a, in a jail cell for, I don't know, four months or whatever the case may be, just to prove the injustice, 
of our justice system and to be able to use some of this later on to go after those that should have been treated a lot more harshly than he has been for a lot worse things, by the way. So Steve Bannon needs to go to jail. This is from Miranda Devine, who says Steve Bannon needs to go to jail for insulting Nancy Piglosi and calling the January 6th committee a Moscow show trial. So this is the justification. It's pretty scary that we're at this point. They, they get their feelings hurt and they're going to, what? Send you to jail. There you go. And fine you for it. Steve Bannon's sentencing hearing was this morning. Steve Bannon is only one of the first political prisoners. He definitely will not be the last. As you all know, they are going one by one after President Trump's administration, his family, and everything else. You want to talk about Teflon Don? That's the man. That is who they are after because they are terrified that he is going to run again and he is going to get rid of the swamp. He's promised it. He exposed it. He exposed it with the lamestream media. He's exposed Exposing it in every single aspect. You see it everywhere. Big tech, big farm, all of it. They've got their people in there, meaning the Democrats and this regime have got their people in there and they are making sure they're getting their work done. Well, we're going to put a stop to all of that. We have we know exactly what is going on in our education system. We know what's going on in with biotech. I mean, the fact that they have just created a, a virus that has an 80% death rate should frighten everyone. They're not looking for cures. They're looking for weapons. Think about that. It's pretty frightening when you think about it. So here you go. Uh, he has been, Steve Bannon, has been a long ally of President Trump and is scheduled, scheduled to be sentenced, as you know what the sentence is. He was convicted in July of two counts of contempt of Congress, one for refusing to sit for a deposition and the other for refusing to provide documents. However, now you know they added on to all of this because it... He called them bad names, not bad names, just names. Just he made fun of them. So hmm, there, let's let's lengthen that sentence. Anyway, I we did hear from Steve Bannon after he received the um, sentencing, and he, like I said, cool, cool as a cucumber. Here he is right after sentencing. I want to thank everybody. I want to thank the support, and particularly I want to thank the just tens of thousands of people that have come to me reached out to me about they're praying for me. Listen, like I say, pray for our enemies, okay? I appreciate your prayers, but our enemies need the prayers. Okay, and here's the judgment day. A direction. Yeah. Hang on, I I, I want to, by the way, I want to say one thing. I I respect uh, the judge. The sentence he came down with today is his decision. I fully respect, I've been totally respectful of this entire process uh, on the legal side. I also want to make one other statement before I talk about a broader topic. More than any person in the Trump administration, I testified before the Mueller Commission for more hours. I testified in front of uh, Chair Schiff in the House Intelligence Committee more than any other person in the Trump administration. I, attest- I testified in front of the Senate Intelligence, I think, more than any, all about the issues related uh, to uh, to Russia Gate, to all of that, okay? The same process every time. I had lawyers that were engaged, they worked through the issues of privilege, and at that time I went and testified. 
And, I, and, and this thing about uh, I'm above the law is an absolute and total lie. Now, more importantly, more importantly, the judge, today was my judgment day by the judge, and he stated and for the appeal, and we'll have a very vigorous appeals process. I've got a great legal team, and there'll be multiple areas of appeal. Okay, and that's exactly what's going to happen. There are going to be multiple, multiple areas of appeal and this is what he does so well he makes sure that was a, a clip from Benny show I just wanted everybody to know that they had put that on there and clipped it beforehand but one thing is you're going to watch this whole thing play out and this is really what the regime does not want you to see you, you know how they do things they like to have these behind closed door hearings so that the public doesn't see it's because they don't want you to weigh in and really look and see how our government is running and the bias that's there well president trump has absolutely laid in on all of this he says and this was two hours ago who could ever trust corrupt weaponized agency and that includes NARA, with, who disrespects our Constitution and Bill of Rights to keep and safeguard any records, especially since they've lost millions and millions of pages of information from previous presidents. Also, who knows what NARA and the FBI plant into documents or subtract from documents? We will never know, will we? Then he goes on to say the FBI and the Department of Injustice is what I call it, but he has it in quotes as justice same sarcasm, which paid a man $200,000 to spy on me and offered a $1 million bounty to try and prove a totally made up and fake dossier about me, then went down in flames, are now leaking nonstop on the, demo, on the document hoax to the fake news. It's so true. When you look at the fact that this was all fake from the very beginning, and then they use the tools the lamestream media and everything else to push it on through lets you know where we are right now. Pretty scary stuff. Well, it's funny in a way because now all of a sudden you've got other people that are getting into the limelight by taking over and acquiring different platforms as a result of all of this nonsense like Twitter. So today Elon Musk has basically come out and said, and hasn't denied that he's planning to cut 75% of the Twitter workforce. You want to talk about cry, liberals cry, and Twitter is all upset about this. Well, the billionaire told prospective investors in his deal to buy Twitter that he planned to get rid of nearly 75% of social media companies, 7,500 workers. I hope a lot of them, I hope some of them that were targeting me and you are on that list. This is what the Washington Compost reported on Thursday, citing interviews and certain documents. The job cuts are expected in the coming months, no matter who owns the company. Twitter's current management plan to pair the company's payroll by $800 million by the end of next year, a number that would mean the departure of nearly a quarter of the workforce, this according to the report. Human resources staff at the social media company have told employees that they are not planning for mass layoffs, but documents showed extensive plans to push out staff and cut down on infrastructure costs 
were already in place before Musk offered to buy the company. This is according to the Washington Compost. Twitter did not immediately respond to Reuters' request for comment. Musk had tried to walk away from the deal to buy Twitter in July, alleging the company understated the number of bot and spam accounts on the truth uh, on the social social media platform which started a series of lawsuits between the two parties earlier this month and you have it too musk reversed course and said he will proceed with the deal on original terms even though now he is saying i'm paying way too much for this and he knows it he knows it let's face it they got rid of all of us and they put in bots this is what this whole thing has been about and when you realize that he knows already. This is what President Trump needs to take a page out of. He needs to get rid of 75% of all government employees and start all over all over again with people who want to work and who want to make this country great. And believe me, I'm sure there are a lot of people, especially with our financial situation, that would come out of retirement and help this man out and help us out by doing something like that because we've got to gut the entire thing. So... You're starting to see the the Twitter empo- employees. They are just seizing. I mean, they are seething. They are they are so upset over it. You can just hear it now. And especially when he rubs in the fact that he's paying too much in the forty four billion dollar deal. He told prospective investors in his forty four billion deal to buy Twitter that he plans to get rid of three quarters of it. And so he's just insulting them every single way that you can. And apparently, not only does he is he doing that, but he's got big plans for the Twitter workforce, which means that he is going to probably start looking at the work of some of these fact checkers and people that are deciding who to lay the hammer on, who they're getting rid of next. He's going to obviously start looking at all of that. There have been too many very awesome accounts, incredible voices that have been silenced because of their opinions, right? Because they don't believe certain things. Now, it doesn't happen the other way on social media. When you, when you, when they were claiming that the Wuhan virus came out of a, you know, one of these wet markets, bat soup for one, you heard that nonstop. Those accounts are still up and going. Nothing ever happened to that. When Hillary Clinton called me out for being a Russian bot or a foreign spy or whatever else on the 200 list, guess what? Her tweet is still up there. Nothing has been done to her account, even though it's been proven over and over again that these 200 people in America who were basically standing with a sign saying, and, and a in a newspaper with the date saying, I am not a bot. I am not a Russian asset. I am an American citizen. That tweet still lives on to this day. So the funny thing is, this could be a really crazy twist. All right, so as we dig deeper, this is from DailyMail.com, Elon Musk suggests Biden could kill his Twitter deal. After all of this, government considers investigating legality of the $44 billion deal as shares plummet and Tesla CEO's fortune falls by $100 billion. Can you imagine if you were talking in this term, like $100 billion, hmm, hmm. What you could do with $100 billion? Well, his fortune has fallen by $100 billion. Richest man we have. The Biden administration is discussing opening an investigation into Elon Musk's $44 billion Twitter takeover bid over national security concerns. 
The government is allegedly worried about Musk's plan to acquire the company with a slew of foreign investors. There are also concerns about Musk's threat to cut the Starlink satellites from the Ukraine after suggesting the country should give up territory to Putin. Musk laughed at the prospect that Biden, who he has a tumultuous relationship with, could stop him from what he said he is paying too much for Twitter. Twitter shares are down more than 4% since Musk announced he was cutting staff by 75% after the deal is expected to close next week. Hmm. Should be very interesting over there on Twitter. I hope you are all there. <laughs> Those that are the, the survivors are still there. Because if you are, Marjorie Taylor Greene has done a wonderful thing, as well as a lot of other rem- people that have remained on the platform. And they are reminding people to put out the hashtag, I, hashtag I stand with Steve, which I hope all of you will do if you have an account over there. It would be great because this is from Maureen Bannon who, pit, who posted this picture of her and her dad. To the world, my dad is one person, but to me, he is the world. My dad has always stood with me and I will always stand with him. I repeat, I will always stand with Steve Bannon. I stand with Steve. I stand with Steve Bannon. Those are the two hashtags. If you're still on there, I don't know if you are or not, it would be great if you would do that and show your support. I know he appreciates it. I I think he's just as overwhelmed as Cat Turd is. There's just been so many things that have have been going on here lately. So anyway, we're just kind of going to move right on through all this stuff today because it's amazing what happens with social media. And when you start thinking that that Biden officials are going to start looking into social media now that it has been acquired. Okay, so you've got Kanye Parler, you've got President Trump Truth, and now you've got Elon Musk for Twitter. These people purchased these companies because they knew that they were corrupt and they knew that they were sending the wrong signals and they knew that people weren't able to exercise their freedom of speech. That was the main goal when Elon Musk was talking about, hey, we need a platform where we can actually engage. There needs to be fairness. We need free speech. President Trump was well ahead of him. He had already started Truth Social. You had already had platforms like Gab and Getter that were on their way because we knew how Facebook interfered with our elections. We knew how Twitter interfered in our elections and all the other social media platforms. If you don't think that that is election interference, I'm sorry, but you're lost. I don't know anybody really that communicates or uses Facebook at all anymore. I, I wish people a happy birthday on there. We stream on there. We get we get in trouble over there for what we say on this podcast. But you know what? I'm just going to run it. And, and when it runs out, it runs out. When they decide to suspend me indefinitely, meh, just another suspension. Not really concerned about that. I am going to continue to speak my speak my mind, see what I and say what I mean. I, I'm not going to pause or hesitate for anyone. Not this regime. Not not anyone. So that's where we are. Especially when you see that we are going to win in a tremendous landslide. And when we do, get ready, Hunter. Hunter is innocent. Jill Biden defends stepson during federal probe. Are you kidding me? Innocent of what? The problem with them is that they are focusing on one thing when they should really be looking at another. And that's part of this whole play. This is part of the distraction. 
So First Lady Jill Biden has insisted her embattled stepson, Hunter, is innocent and has broken no laws against an amid an ongoing federal investigation. Everyone and their brother, she says, has investigated Hunter. Interesting she would say something like that because we've been saying the exact same thing about President Trump for years. There is no one that has been thoroughly investigated as much as President Trump. Think about it. They have been wanting all of these gotcha moments, and now we've caught up from his entire childhood to what he did with the National Archives, and they're actually planting evidence? Pathetic, okay? Really pathetic. Anyway, everyone and their brother, she must have stolen this line from all of us, has investigated Hunter. This is according to Jill Biden. It's what she told NBC News in an interview published Friday. They keep at it and at it and at it. The first lady added, I know that Hunter is innocent. I love my son and I will, and I will keep looking forward. Investigators have reportedly gathered enough evidence to charge the 52-year-old Hunter with potential tax crimes and allegedly lying about his drug abuse so that he could buy a gun. Hunter, who has denied any wrongdoing, will also face congressional probes into his foreign business dealings in China, Ukraine, and other countries if Republicans regain control of Congress in November's midterm election. You better believe it. Not only are we going to have hearings, but we need prosecutions, okay? We need special counsel because we can no longer trust the FBI because they have been engaged and involved in all of it. So earlier this month, and this is a really big deal, the really big deal is the business that was done overseas because they made an absolute fortune on the entire deal. So... He can continue to deny all of the wrongdoing. He's entitled to do that. And, but we're going to look very strongly at China, Ukraine, and all the other countries. And it's coming. We are going to have a landslide. We are going to be answering to what happens. Our judgment day is going to be November 8th. That's where we're going to be judging Biden and his entire administration. That's where it is. Judgment day is November 8th. Get your name in there. Make sure you exercise your vote. Make sure you let them know how you feel about this regime. This is the biggest election. And it doesn't just stop here. All of our elections are important. Every single one of them. I mean, this has got to be our Super Bowl. We have to carry on like nobody's business because we have to show them in numbers how we are winning and how we are going to change this course. We're going to turn this ship around. So... I'm ready. I'm all in for all of this because I'm tired of this nonsense. I've just about had it with the whole corrupt regime. So on with Hunter, because Hunter is so interesting. I mean, not the pictures and everything, but the everything behind the Hunter laptop. It's not just about him smoking crack, underage girls and all of that. That's really bad, okay? That's Hollywood movie, My Son Hunter, material, but what's underneath all of this is that the Hunter Biden laptop contained 459 legal violations. This is according to a watch. This is a watchdog group, okay? It's like, here they go. They have got a team of cyber detectives, and they have produced a 630-page report 
detailing the findings of a year-long investigation into the contents of Hunter Biden's laptop, which they say contained 459 violations of state and federal laws and regulations. <coughs> Excuse me. That is going to be a huge deal. We're going to have to see if, if Biden, hopefully, has to pardon his son. Because you know how that's going to look? Real bad. Real, real bad. And that's the last thing he wants to do. So here you go. It's a non It's called Marco Polo. It's a nonprofit research group founded by Garrett Ziegler to expose corruption and blackmail, performed an in-depth exploration into the laptop that resident Biden's son left at a Delaware repair store in 2019. Okay, first off, I totally applaud the laptop store owner, computer store owner guy. Okay, I don't know his name off the top of my head, but what I can say is this. He was smart enough to make copies, spread them around, make sure everybody had copies of that hard drive. He owned that computer. That was his right to do. Hunter was high, forgot where he left the thing, and left it there for months on end. Also signing an agreement that if he left it for any certain amount of time, that that no longer would be in his, considered his possession. That it was going to belong to the computer repair shop guy. Thank you, computer repair shop guy, for making the copies and being smart enough, knowing what you're dealing with on this level of the regime, that you're going to need all the security that you can possibly get. He looked at that laptop because he was asked to work on it, and what he saw was appalling. Believe me, it was absolutely appalling. And the fact that we have got all of these things that are being talked about on that laptop, the deals that were made, being made with Ukraine and all the energy companies and all the boards and China, the big one, China, China has got Hunter Biden in their back pocket. Ukraine has got the whole Biden family in their back pocket. Why? Because they know everything there is to know about them. And they could expose their corruption at a very drop of a hat. So this is really good stuff. And you've got people like Joe Rogan and Mike Baker who are discussing all of this stuff openly. And they've got these tremendous audiences. So it's major cringe time for the Biden family. So here you go. I've been focused on this for 13 months, Ziegler told Daily Wire. It was really a thing of necessity. It, there has been some phenomenal writing so far on the sex and, and degeneracy, but the focus of the report is on crimes. I had a compulsion to log every crime, even the state level statutes. So this thing is being documented, documented, documented as it should be. They're, they're laying it all out. They've got a case. They're lining it up. They're ready to swing. And I cannot wait to cheer. <laughs> that is how that's going to go. All right. So crimes allegedly committed by Hunter Biden include serving as an agent for foreign entities without disclosing it, tax fraud and falsifying business documents, prostitution, non-consensual pornography, and distribution of narcotics. Nothing big there. Nothing to see here. People move right on along. It may be Friday, but we're not going to, to go into all of that. Uh, the laptop story broke just days before the 2020 election, but the story was suppressed by social media companies due to supposed misinformation. Remember, those accounts actually still are out there saying that this isn't a story. 
Well, it is a story. It's been a story. And we lost a lot of accounts, really great accounts that were investigating this whole thing, had seen the laptop for even speaking about it on social media. While the deniers, still, their accounts are pretty healthy over there. So it was suppressed by social media companies due to supposed misinformation, but the authenticity of the reports have since been confirmed. The U.S. attorney in Delaware is considering filing charges against the resident's son despite federal agents determining months ago that there was a viable criminal case against him. Okay, you, you want to call it whatever you want, but here's the deal. They suppressed that story because it was an election year and they wanted to send Joe Biden over the top. And that's what they did. They were actually able to do that. Real quick, I just want to thank a couple of people before the time runs out on these these posts now that I've been given the low down or the down low on Rumble. Thank you so much, Tani P. And thank you so much, Whirly88. I appreciate you. Pure Blood Stallion, thank you so much for your donation. Burrito Boy, I think I'm up to date. If I'm not, I will get you on Monday. Speaking of today, I want to tell you what's going on. All right, so we were supposed to have Cash Patel join us. And the thing that happened was he's doing an event over here on Pacific Time. And he got the times, or they got the times mixed up. They wanted us to record a show and do one a little bit earlier. And that way we could put it out there for all of you. But I explained that we're a live show. And I told them that... We have a lot of littermates that have a lot of questions and have been working really, really hard, and they would like a live show. So they're going to come on. Cash is going to come on either Thursday or, fri or Friday of next week. And he's campaigning right now here on uh, the left coast. Hmm. And he is doing that event because he's campaigning, and it will be a lot more successful, I can assure you, than Biden's deals because no one wants to campaign with Biden, They're like literally running away from him, but, and who could blame them? But he's going to be here Thursday or Friday for a live show with all of you. So I'm really, really excited about that. They have been so great, and I can't wait to talk to him. I, I just love people like him. Unafraid to speak out, ready to go the extra mile, and his team is awesome. And so we're working with them just kind of fi finalize the details. I told him, I said, we have an open schedule pretty much, so whatever day works for you, Thursday or Friday of next week, as soon as I know, I will let you know. But anyway, and I also wanted to just give you all a shout out for all the prayers and everything that you are sending Cat Turd's way. Please keep him there in the front of your minds because this is a really tough time for him. And I know it's hitting him pretty hard, probably especially right now. So here we go. Back to our news. Gateway Pundit, Bidenflation rises 12.8% as Americans are watching their paychecks and savings disappear. That's right. That's how you are going to be voting this midterm election. Basically the same thing we've been talking over and over again. Things you cannot deny. And that is the inflation is an absolute killer. Absolute, absolute killer. You've got crime. You've got immigration. You've got the border. You've got the mishandling. You've got the injustice. You've got all of these other things they are trying to spend and people, the American people, have had enough. It's me time. That's how I feel. It's, it's time for somebody to start looking out for my best interest and not just picking my pocket with my tax dollars. I'm sorry. You have forgotten. You work for us. We do not work for you. And they've forgotten that. It's going to be a glorious reminder. 
come midterms because we're going to show them exactly how we feel. So inflation is way up. It is continuing to rise as the real cost of goods are crushing American paychecks and savings. And his regime just acts like, hmm, I, I don't know what's wrong with all of you. I don't, I don't know. I mean, we're doing so well. I mean, gas is still, we're bringing it down. What, from like, I don't know, $9, $8 in some places at one point? Come on. No. So here's President Trump on truth. And he says, Americans make huge sacrifices. This is a, an article he is referring to here. As inflation rises to 12.8%, but President Biden says our economy is strong as hell. I don't believe anything that comes out of the bumbling moron's mouth at all. Nothing anymore. I mean, I just look at him like he's kind of my comedy now. I watch this clown and I just go, okay, um, this is how people are ignoring all of these gaffes are beyond me. Like, here's mean Biden, right? He takes on a reporter. This is during yesterday's rally with uh, Fetterman. Fetterman walks away. As you know, he didn't even say anything, right? He's one of the only ones that, that Biden has campaigned with. Don't forget, Biden didn't even campaign for himself because they had this whole thing figured out way before all of that. They just said, Sit in your little circle, your little white circles, while he gets up there. Don't ask him any questions. If he, you do call on people, make sure you call on these people who have these questions in here. A, B, C, D are your answer codes. Make sure that you use them. <sighs> Frightening that it has come to all of this, but that is where it is. So you have Joe Biden who walks up to a reporter like a tough guy. Listen to this. Mr. Fetterman, why did you decide to appear with Biden now? Why did you decide to appear together now? Okay, Fetterman so leaves. He's like, I'm out. Okay, so people don't want to be seen in, in public with you like Mr. Fetterman, other people that are campaigning. This is a reality. People are saying, basically, oh, I don't, I don't need Joe Biden. No, no Joe Biden for me because they don't want him with them because they know what a disaster he is. So then he goes on to explain himself, right? Or he tries to. You can barely make the words out. Tim Ryan in Ohio said he doesn't want you there. Warnock said wouldn't say. Do you think they're making a mistake? No, they're by 16 there. I've already gone in for you and a lot more last another 20 or so. I'm going to be doing it. Oh, no. I didn't get that. Did you? I certainly did not. It's crazy. Okay, so he doesn't even know. He's, he's claiming that all these people want him to campaign, I guess, maybe 40 or 15. I don't know. The guy's completely losing it. It's lost. It's long gone. I mean, it's, the train has left. There's nothing here. Nothing to see but the caboose. He's out. I mean, there is nothing. The brain is not functioning properly. Neither is Fetterman's, and they both know it. Why do you think Fetterman didn't say a word? There was enough confusion over there for one day. We certainly didn't need two talking heads going at it that had no idea what they were talking about. No, thank you for sparing us that. I mean, it would have been fun for the memers and everybody else. We would have all gotten on that train, but still, how much can you actually take? This is embarrassing. So anyway, the Consumer Price Index, CPI, released by the government last Thursday showed an 8.2% year 
over-year price increase from September 2021 to September 2022. The CPI had edged down steadily from a 40-year high of 9.1% in June to 8.2% in September. But just remember, we're, we're, mm, we're not in a recession. Baloney and cheese sandwich. We absolutely are in a recession. We have been. And they'll start talking about it once there's some normal people that know what they're talking about and not trying to spin into making you believe something that's not really true. So it's a total disaster. Not only that, you've got a 20% crash in the housing market right? I mean, this is just happening to everyone. And it's and it's definitely possible that it's going to get to this amount as the mortgage rates continue to surge higher. So this is a really big deal. 20% crash in the housing market is possible. This is, this is the Biden administration. But they knew this was coming. This was all planned. Absolutely, it was all planned. And now all of a sudden, they're begging for your votes. They want you to stay on this train? I don't think so. So then you have Klain, who was saying the GOP wanted U.S. to lower gas prices. Now they're saying SPR should be for emergencies only. You got that right. That's what it's for. That is exactly what it's for. The Strategic Petroleum Reserve should only be used for emergencies, not for political purposes I, I don't like I said we live in two completely different worlds because this is not the fix all right and buying the oil reserves at $70 a barrel yes granted it's down from 90 but President Trump wanted to replenish it for of course reserve only use at $24 about a gallon all right this is how screwed up this are and they're talking about the admission about what is happening here. The Dems are toast after, this is from Red State, after Jim Clyburn's damaging admission about inflation. He basically goes on to say that he, they all knew. Of course they knew. Here's RNC research. All of us knew sky-high inflation, kill brackets there, would be the case when we put in place this recovery program admits Democrat Representative Jim Clyburn. Anytime you put more money into the economy, prices tend to rise. Hello. What do you say to people who say, boy, Washington can talk about all these big programs and everything else, but I'm worried about the cost of food. I'm seeing the cost of eggs shoot up, chicken, gasoline, you know, coming now with the, the winter heating. I mean, these are all concerns that hit very directly to people who may say, you know, what's going on in D.C. doesn't think of us. Well, let me make it very clear. All of us are concerned about these rising costs. And all of us knew this would be the case uh, when we put in place this recovery program. Anytime you put more money uh, into uh, the economy, uh, prices uh, tend to rise. Huh. Imagine. Imagine people are just just starting to figure that one out. Hello. They have gone through so much money. They've been throwing money hand over fist. They hold the purse strings and they said, let her fly and let the Republicans clean her up because that's how it happens. Then blame them because, you know, that's exactly what's going to come around the other side. So, yes, now the, the House Majority Whip, Jim Kleinberg, has just made an admission that is going to do them in. He actually admitted that this, they knew, 
All of this would happen as a result of their actions. Actually, we all should know that too. And we've been talking about that, the fact that they were overspending and everything else and that it was going to cause this to happen. And it did. It doesn't take anybody with real common sense to know. I mean, it's how you run your household. If you want to put it in small terms, you don't spend what you don't have and what you can't afford. You know, leverage yourself out completely and then it's going to be over. So here you go. You've already got the talking heads trying to spin this out of control and blame the Republicans already. They haven't even won the midterms yet, but yet they know it's coming. Biden says everything they are proposing will make inflation worse, says the guy that created inflation. <laughs> I swear you cannot make it up. Everything so, they proposed or are proposing will make inflation worse. Everything they're proposing will make inflation worse. Nuts. Absolute bonkers. Sometimes I wonder how in the world we got here. Oh, yeah. I now remember. <clears throat> Our election was rigged. So Jen Piskanki, of course, never misses an opportunity. Thank you, Think Americana. Uh, she is shocked over the poll results about election deniers. Holy moly, she puts out a tweet. Sienna. NYT poll, more than a third of independent voters and a smaller but noteworthy contingent of Democrats say, said that they were open to supporting candidates who reject the legitimacy of the 2020 election as they focus on economic issues. So she's making her feelings known when she knows that you've got a lot of Democrat voters who are going to vote for, for candidates who question the outcome of the 2020 presidential election. Big shocker. I think anybody that you talk to right now, based on what you've seen from, from resident and his administration, yeah, there's plenty of, of people that really feel the way we do. And uh, the election was stolen, and we need to fix our country, and we want our vote to count again because we do not want to be controlled by a regime. Isn't that why people from all over the world want to come to this country anyway? They're willing to give everything up and walk away because they want to believe in the American system. Well, we better save it before these lunatics run away with it because things aren't looking good for them. But you've got all kinds of things that are happening as a result. You've got Lee Zeldin, who has gained significant ground in New York's race. You've got Dr. Oz, where people are looking at the whole thing saying, hey, yeah, um, we would much we need a change. We don't want this person anymore. So he's gaining huge grounds, striking distance of Democrat Kathy Hochul. Come on, let's go New York. You want to talk about a total change in crime and everything else. You have an opportunity here, a really, really great opportunity here to do something wonderful and get a real great conservative into that position. Hochul, a special interest nightmare. And you're starting to find out all the corruption of her. She's just a wicked, wicked woman. I just don't like her either. It's like every single Democrat, it's like, come on, give me something to like. They're unlikable. Nothing. Nothing. Well, then you've got the heroes on our side, which I always love to talk about. Ron DeSantis has promised there will be no children's COVID vaccine mandate to attend school in Florida after CDC panel voted to add COVID-19 vaccines to recommended immunizations for all Americans. Not in, not in Florida. Not in Florida. In fact, I had a really nice lady that, that reached out to me yesterday on Truth and asked about all of this. She's like, hey, look, my husband and I work, okay? 
I mean, what are we supposed to do in a situation like this? Well, I would say move. Everybody tells me to move. I could say that. But no, there's a lot more to that. When you are trying and, and you are trying to make a living, you're trying to pay your bills, you have a good job, you are situated, moving really is not the answer. It is a consideration. I'm trying to get out of here. It's just going to take me a while. But w- when they are calling for an absolute mandatory to have your kids go to school, what are you going to do? One of you give up your job so that you can homeschool? Well, there are plenty of options. And there is one particular group, I believe, on Facebook that was pointed out to me, Moms and Dads Against Vaccines. And I think they have a lot of options there. Also, contact your church and, and see if there are other programs that people are putting on for homeschooling. From what I understand, there are a lot of groups that are gathering in order to do that. And so there's some options here. Plus, you've got the private schools. You've got other schools that you can just start looking into. But my goodness, I don't have kids. And really, I have to say thank you so much for that right now because bringing them into the world at this moment, ah, I can't even imagine. It's just, it's horrifying to me. Maybe someday, but not now. So you've got Ron DeSantis, who is a total, total rock star, absolute rock star. And they are... They always take his lead because you've even got Virginia Senator who has announced legislation to protect children from medicalized gender transition. The legislations Chase intends to introduce will be a version, all right, to save these kids, which is wonderful. You've got a lot of these people that are holding seats that are watching all of this stuff happen between the COVID vaccines and uh, against trander, gender transitions with children i cannot even believe this is a thing now unfortunately it is because this is happening under under these schools they're not even reporting to their parents what's going on how they want to be addressed and all of this stuff it's pretty bad and this is why the mama bears i mean who who's really going to turn this election guess what you've got it mama bears Mama bears are fierce. They are furious about what is happening with their kids and their education and everything else, the crime and all of this nonsense, the division, the racism. It's just wrong. I'm sorry, but if somebody comes up to you and says, hey, I I identify as she, her, I would just look at them like, hmm? I mean, is this really where we are as a society? I received a couple of emails yesterday in my regular job from corporations, and underneath their signature, they had she, her. And I went, are you kidding? Has it come to that? That you feel like you need to introduce yourself that way? Just by, I mean, come on, really? Your name is not enough anymore. You have to say how you identify. I am sorry, That's, that's a little rough for me. So here you go. Here's one thing that you can start spreading out there. This is from the Gateway Pundit, Safe States for Children. Here's a list of Republican governors who won't comply with the CDC mandates to force COVID-19 vaccination on kids for school. So this is really great. These are the governors. And this is why our local races are so important, because of things like this. You're safe in Florida. You know that you have got a staunch constitutionalist who is not going to step on your rights and lead his state like a regime. He is going to lead by the Constitution. He is not going to force things like this. And this is what we need everywhere. And you can change the area in which you live. Believe it or not, California used to be all red before they started interfering in our elections. 
completely red. Reagan came out of the state. We had the 96th Republican National Convention in San Diego, for crying out loud. So yes, there are a lot of conservatives contrary to popular belief here in this state, and we have the power to turn all of this stuff around. And so now all of a sudden everybody's getting the memo, conclusive, COVID-19, uh-huh, bells go off, woo, whistles, was made in a laboratory. Without a reckoning, even more deadly pandemics are in the future. Of course, they see the success. They were able to trap you in your homes, keep you away from your family members, friends, and everything else from a man-made disease that they concocted in a laboratory. Okay. It was a lab, lab created. Who's going to pay for all of that? Who is going to pay for all of that, for all the deaths, for all the time that was missed, all all of the opportunities for athletes that were missed? Because remember, a lot of these people were at the top and the peak of their career, ready to compete, and were all of a sudden locked in their homes instead. They were able to steal an election as a result of all of this. So why not? Let the let these begin. So a blockbuster scientific article published on October 20th, 2022, analyzed the restriction sites of COVID-19, which are cutting and pasting markers for viruses constructed in the laboratory. According to the authors, COVID-19 has the restriction site fingerprint that is typical for synthetic viruses. That synthetic fingerprint found in COVID-19 is not a feature of naturally occurring coronaviruses, but is common common in lab-assembled viruses. In addition, the type of mutations that differentiate the restriction sites in COVID-19 are characteristic of engineering, And the concentration of these mutations in the restriction sites is extremely unlikely to have arisen by random evolution. Of course not. It wasn't bat soup, people, okay? (laughs) It wasn't a bad bat. I I hate to to really put the hammer on those that actually still believe that it was from a, a wet market. It wasn't. Both the restriction site fingerprint and the pattern of mutations generating them are not characteristics of naturally occurring coronaviruses, but are nearly universal in synthetic viruses. A lot of you have been really up on this subject. You know exactly what has gone into this jab. It has been studied. It has been taken apart and put back together. And they know that this was absolutely a weapon and they used it against the people because who suffered? We did. Have we lost anybody? I mean, really? And I mean, I'm asking you, have we lost any of these really elite elitists to, to the coronavirus? I, I, I can't think of one dim that, that we lost as a result of something like that. I really can't. Uh, it's really interesting the way the whole thing goes. We did lose a lot of people. This absolutely was a deadly virus, but it was man-made and it was part of the, the, the deal. So you've got all kinds of other things, but before I close this show, I just want to, I love Yay, as we call him, Yay. He's calling Biden an effing retard in an interview with Pierce Morgan. He's, he has not shied away from the spotlight over the last couple of weeks, even as it has a bid in to buy parlor. But he basically said he's calling him an effing retard by, and here's the quote, the president, the resident of the United States does not have meetings with Elon Musk and proceeded to show his displeasure with Biden. Let's face it. Honestly, why wouldn't he? 
when you look at all of the different things, I mean, I don't agree with Elon Musk with a lot of things, most things. However, the guy is a genius and he is a genius of our time. He has created things that no one else has been able to compete with, including the U.S. government. I mean, he can actually get a spaceship into into space right and show them how it's done and land it without a problem multiple times and uh so why wouldn't he why would he refuse that it's really pretty crazy so we have one last story you've got in hollywood and i like this kind of stuff because it's fun to show of course it's my area but i like to show it it's fun to show it's sad but this is what they don't have a problem with. This is what the elite, the elites don't do anything about. They live behind their glass walls and their, um, their private security, and they don't even pay attention. They pay no mind to what is happening in the street next to them, where you've got a homeless situation that is completely out of control, where people are not able to, to get food or water or anything else. The life expectancy out on the street isn't very long at all, but they don't care. They don't care about the homeless. They don't care about the newborns. They don't care about anything except for themselves and getting wealthier and control. That is it. So Susan Sarandon, she has shared the eye-opening video of California homeless crisis, and it is major here. When I say that I can't go down certain streets, that I have a choice, okay, can I? do I want to walk in traffic or do I want to walk in between when I have got both sides of the sidewalk filled with tents? Do I want to chance it, walk right through their living room and pray I make it out there, out of there alive, okay? Or without harm or anything else happening. You don't walk in the middle of a tent city. I mean, there's somebody living in the tent to the right, somebody living in the tent to the left, next door to one another for miles and miles and miles. You don't walk on the sidewalks here anymore. You walk in the street or you keep walking until you can get to a place where you can get to a sidewalk that hasn't been encroached upon by the homeless. And it's sad. I hear them screaming. I hear there's a lot of mental illness. Drugs is a huge problem. All this stuff is coming on over from the border. It's huge. We're not going to get away from this stuff until we actually put in another president who with a swipe of a pen can actually correct some of this stuff same thing with the midterms you're going to see a significant change we are going to do all kinds of great work and that's why it's important to get everyone out there to vote because your lives are really at stake and the ones that you love are at stake the fentanyl situation is horrible they make it out to look like these little candies and they're not and they're put passing them around to our children and it's, it's out of control. They're not watching the bar border. It's being run like a cartel. Anybody and everybody can come through that border. They are losing track of them in our country, and you know this. They're putting them on planes. They're scattering them throughout, never to be seen or heard from again, but they are here. Same thing with our government. It's like a runaway train. Anyway, everyone, this has been fun. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I miss the cat tremendously. I hope he's okay. Please make sure that you keep him in your prayers. Um, you've just been amazing, but keep it up. Let him know that you are with him. 
And honestly, you guys are just awesome. I appreciate all of you welcoming all the newbies into chat. Thank you for all of that. You're, you're the reason why the show continues to do as well as it's doing. Therese, thank you so much. Tammy, thank you so much. And all of you that I missed today because I was trying to pull up the next screen, I promise I will give you a shout out. And also we have a brand new baby granddaughter that has just entered the world, T. Perkle. Good for you. First time grandparent. Hope you enjoy all of those little tiny moments. I know you will. And it just it's like a family over here. And I love you guys. And I appreciate all of you so very much. If you would like to see and check out any of the articles from today's show, you can check it out in the description. My social media handles are on there. And Fleet Admiral James goes during the show and posts all of these on my social media uh, platforms. It's at Jules Jones on Truth and at Jules Jones on Getter and at Jules Jones 1 on Gab, I believe. So he does that for me. And then I see what your comments are and try to get in there and, and go back and forth with you. But he just does an amazing job. And also Proudly Deplorable puts together this amazing recap of the show. And they're even doing videos. Hobbit is helping with doing videos and clips of each one of these shows so that you can see things that you missed. And they do an awesome job as well. So at Hobbit for DJT and at Proudly Deplorable and of course at Fleet Admiral James. I could not do it without you and the moderators. You're just amazing. Anyway, have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. I will see you Monday from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Be safe, be kind to one another, and we will see you later. Bye.